Hello and welcome back to Global Value. In today's video, we're going to be performing a fundamental stock analysis of Splunk Inc., ticker symbol SPLK. Splunk is one of these high-flying technology growth stocks that has come back down to earth more recently. We're looking at Splunk today because its stock price has been cut by about half. They're just trading over their 52-week low. Currently, as of the time of recording this video, they're trading for about $92 per share. Year-to-date, Splunk's stock is down 20%. Over the past year, their stock price is down 36%. Going back five years, Splunk has returned 10% compounded annually. And since they were publicly listed about 10 years ago, Splunk has also been able to return about 10% compounded annually. So, so far, some peaks and valleys in their stock price, but they produced 10% compounded annually for about a decade. As mentioned, Splunk is down near their 52-week low, the business is about a 14.8, nearly $15 billion market cap. So for some background about Splunk, Splunk is a cloud-first software company that focuses on analyzing machine data. The company is a major player in two markets, security and full-stack monitoring and analysis. Splunk is currently undergoing a cloud transition as the company weans its on-premise customers over to its cloud products that are delivered as software as a service. The firm's top line consists of the sales of software licenses, cloud subscriptions, and maintenance and support. Splunk Inc. was incorporated in 2003 and is headquartered in San Francisco, California. We'll be performing a fundamental analysis by using a modified version of the eight pillar analysis originally popularized by Everything Money to take a look at eight key business metrics of Splunk's financials to come to a holistic and beginning understanding of the business, and then determine how that relates to its stock price overall. With that introduction, let's get right into the analysis. Starting off with pillar number one, we want Splunk's average five-year PE to be below 22.5. Currently, they have a negative PE, and over this time frame, they've also had a negative PE. So while it is technically below 22.5, we need that PE to be positive. Splunk is not producing positive earnings, so that's going to be an X on pillar number one. Pillar number two, we want their average five-year return on capital to be above 9%. Over the course of decades, a stock is going to return approximately what its underlying business returns, and the business is going to produce this return on capital. Splunk has had negative returns on capital in all five years, meaning that this is the percentage of the value of each dollar invested in the business that the company is currently destroying. So that's not a good sign here. This is a sign, this potentially is a sign that the business is trying to grow too rapidly and isn't able to produce profits. So that's an X on pillar number two. Pillar number three, we're looking for five-year revenue growth. Splunk has doubled their revenues over this time frame from $1.3 billion in 2017 to $2.7 billion in 2021. So that's our first check on pillar number three. Pillar number four, we're looking for five-year net income growth. Splunk has had negative net income all five years, and that's only gotten worse as time has gone on. This is going to be an X on pillar number four. Pillar number five, we're looking for decreasing shares outstanding. When you purchase a share of stock, what you're really buying is a fractional ownership percentage in the underlying business. When a company decreases the shares outstanding, they're buying back stock and increasing your ownership percentage in the business without you having to pay a dime ultimately meaning that you're entitled to a greater percentage of the company's profits. Splunk has been doing the opposite and issuing new shares and diluting existing shareholders. This is not atypical for, for other growthy software and tech businesses. It's some dilution, but it's not as bad as some of the others that we've seen. This is still going to be an X on pillar number five. 
Pillar number six, we're looking for five-year free cash flow growth. Free cash flow is cash from operations minus capital expenditures. It's this column here in green. Free cash flow is the lifeblood of any business. Free cash flow can be used to pay dividends, buy back shares, pay down debt, make acquisitions, or reinvest back into the business. Ultimately, a business is going to be valued based on its abilities to produce free cash flows now and until judgment day. So Splunk has had positive free cash flow in three out of these five years. However, overall, their free cash flow has actually decreased from $242 million down to about $117 million. And their cash from operations has also decreased over this time frame. So that is going to be an X on pillar number six. Averaged out, even with these two big down years, Splunk is producing about $3 million of free cash flow per year. Next up, pillar number seven, we want to evaluate how the business utilizes leverage. So we want Splunk's net debt, which is their long and short-term liabilities, minus cash and short-term cash equivalents, to be below their average five-year free cash flow multiplied by five. As of this year, Splunk has $1.7 billion of net debt, and they're only producing $3 million of free cash flow in an average year. So multiplying that times five only brings us to $15 million. So that is going to be an X off by quite a lot using their averages. Splunk is going to have to continue either growing their free cash flows quite rapidly or raising more money in order to support this debt load. Finally, the big pillar of them all, pillar number eight, we want Splunk's market cap to be below their average five-year free cash flow multiplied by 20 to give us a starting point as to a reasonable valuation of what to pay for the business. So Splunk currently has a $14.8 billion market cap. Again, averaged out, they're only producing $3 million of free cash flow. When we multiply their average five-year free cash flow of $3 million times 20, that only gets us to $60 million. So that is quite a far way away from what Splunk's current market cap is. So in summary, Splunk checks the box on one out of eight pillars. The business is only showing high revenue growth and the rest of those eight pillars look pretty bad. However, this type of analysis is just a fundamental starting point of determining whether it's worth your while to dig deeper into the business and do further due diligence. If you're interested in learning more about the business, I highly recommend digging into the company's filings, dive into their 10Ks, and really understand what's going on at the company. Before making any investment, you have to think of yourself as if you own 100% of the company and you truly know the ins and outs of the business. This analysis is not financial advice. It's not a recommendation one way or the other. It's up to you as an investor to do further due diligence if you're interested in Splunk. Me personally, this one's going in my too hard pile. I'd be curious to know what Splunk's unit economics look like and how, and how management is thinking of the business from a capital allocation standpoint. Usually you don't see software businesses that have positive free cash flow suddenly having decreases in free cash flows like we saw from Splunk. I'd be curious to learn more about what that's about as well. So that's it for today's fundamental stock analysis of Splunk Inc, ticker symbol SPLK. If you enjoyed the video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, and comment down below what business you want me to take a look at next time. Thanks for learning about Splunk with me and have a great day.